Welcome to the Tune Into Yourself podcast. This is your host, Dr. Beverly Foster Hines, Executive and Business Coach. This program is for persons who want to make decisions which are in alignment with their true selves and which can take them to the next level in their career, business, and life. Roxanne Coltrus is a digital entrepreneur who has been involved in communications, animation, tourism, and e-commerce. Over the last 20 years, she has witnessed the growth and development of digital economies with strategy-level involvement in the animation sector as a co-director to the Anime Caribe Festival. She has worked alongside a dynamic team at Web Development and Integrated Communication Studio Site Factory to bring multiple corporate and private sector websites into reality. In 2016, she partnered with husband and co-director Philip Coltrust to develop the tourism booking platform Destination Trinidad and Tobago, which has amassed more than 500,000 visitors per year. In 2020, she became the managing director of ShopCaribe.com the ultimate marketplace for Caribbean-made products with more than 150 vendors and 2,000 products. Welcome, Roxanne. Good morning. Good morning, Beverly. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, glad to have you. You know, with 20 years' experience as an entrepreneur, uh, you would have seen many things over those years. What would you say might have stood out for you the most over that period? Any any one thing might have stood out for you the most? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, being in business, being an entrepreneur, you know, doing work in Trinidad and Tobago, we, we're in a, in a very, very interesting space, you know, and as, as small business people, I think the one thing that has stood out to me over the years has been the fact that you have to be agile. You have to be ready to, to roll, to rock, to hustle, to, you know, move. Uh, but keeping your overall plan, you know, in mind. But you really have to be able to, to, to be agile and to change things and to adjust, adapt. All those key words, I feel that, you know, that has been critical over the years. If you, if you try to, to stick to, no, it's, we're doing it this way. It's, it's not going to work. You know, you have to be willing to adjust, to hear people out, to change, right? Sometimes it's hard for people to change, but to stay in business, to be successful in business, you have to be able to adapt. To change, yeah, and adapt. As I hear you with that, is being an entrepreneur always something that you wanted to do? Hmm, that's a good point. That's a very good question. I mean, I think over the years... I'll say to you that there have been bits of entrepreneurship, you know, in, in my childhood experiences, in my secondary school experiences. I was exposed very early. I don't know if you remember Junior Achievement. Yes. You know, in our form, five years. I mean, that, and that I think is my, was my, my first touch of, you know, really try, thinking about running a business, thinking about ownership, right? Thinking about development. Uh, that was kind of one of my first real moments where I think we had to get together in groups. You know, we had to find a product. We had to sell the product. We had to market the product. We had to make a books balance, you know, and that kind of, you know, opened my eyes to what was possible. And did that feed into your desire? And you said, well, okay, yes, I am going to do business. You know, was that something that you said, yes, that, that that's what you want to do with your life? I took a, I took a little interesting path. You know, um, I was always very interested in tourism, mm. very interested in tourism. I wanted to do a first degree in tourism. But in those, um, in the 80s, early 90s, um, you could only do tourism in Bahamas. You know, you had to actually go to, you, mm. you know, you had to, you know, go there. And my parents couldn't afford that. So we, I had also applied to UE here and I've gotten in. And so I started the first year with this, you know, Bahamas tourism in mind, but then switched to economics. So I have a first degree in economics, and that gave me an understanding of the big picture. 
mm. know, how economies work, how, how demand and supply works, you know. Mm. Um, I was drawn to things like health economics and those kind of areas. So the softer side, the social skills, the, the bit of law that they introduce you to, the bit of, you know, communications that they introduce you to. Right. And then I went on into communications. You know, okay. I went on to do um, communications at different organizations going up at different levels, officer, specialist, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then I decided, you know what? I want to share these communication strategies with different organizations, but I needed companies that were willing to do things, who were excited and wanting to change their image. Mm-hmm. And so I started as a consultant. I started my consultancy in communications and PR. Mm-hmm. And that grew... We started to do more and more events, you know, corporate events, um, conference events. And um, I was probably married by that time. And my husband, his company was a web development company. Right. So over the years, we were both doing business. We were both managing our own businesses. And then probably, you know, as things grew, as things developed, we decided, why not merge? Why not offer people a one-stop shop? where they can get both communications, you know, that that strategic communications element, as well as web development. And of course, as the as the world was developing, your website was one of your main tools mm-hmm. for communications. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really effective. I think coming into as a business person, you know, you we always um, consider the things that we are strong at. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to business. You know, I can be I can be a wizard communications and communications planning and event planning and execution, but you also have that business side, the financials, the mm-hmm. the strategic planning for your company, the development part, the accounting that you always have to be mindful of. Now it's interesting to me that you would have started shopcaribe.com um in in, in 2020 because you know it's like 2020 of course it's still it's you know a year has just passed since we were locked down etc and you would have started basically to me in the midst of the lockdown I mean wh- what was your impetus for doing that I think so the important clue for us is that we had started working on on this concept of of Shop Carib, um probably about a year a year, a little bit more before the real lockdown started. So we had it in planning. We had the business plan was prepared. We had started into interacting with our bankers in terms of the e-commerce part. You know, so we were we were lining it up. And then when yes, when the first lockdown, late March, early April, twenty twenty happened, we chatted with our team and said, you know what, this is the point where we need to get going. We need to push this thing forward because mm-hmm. one of the other businesses that we run is called Destination Trinidad and Tobago, and that is tourism-based. Mm-hmm. That is focused on having tour- tourism, having local and foreign tourists use the service. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, by end by March, none of that was happening. Mm-hmm. None of that was happening. Nobody was taking a tour. Everybody was you know, in lockdown, scared to go outside, nobody going to the grocery, all that kind of stuff. And so that business that business dried up, mm-hmm. dried up. Mm-hmm. So we said, you know what? This is the point where people are going to be shopping from home. They're going to be, you know, doing things from home. Let's give them this, this platform where they have access to things. And, you know, key for us, was that it was not, we didn't want to do everything. We didn't want to have car parts and food and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. grocery items. We have always had, I have always had a, a grave interest in developing small entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? Small entrepreneurs. And I love going to the craft markets. I love going to the, to the pop-ups, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. When they happen and buying these precious little things that you can't find any, that you really can't find anywhere else. You can't find them in the malls. You can't find mm-hmm. them in the, you know, a focal point for us was to find these artists, these designers, these craft people, these jewelers who make these precious things um, that people want to buy. Mm-hmm. And that's where the idea of Shop Carib came from. It is 
how do we how do we merge? How do we allow people an opportunity to find you know special items, authentic Caribbean items? Mm. You know, we've we've worked very hard to curate the items so that it's not it's not something that's bought somewhere else and repackaged and sold here. Mm. No, mm. it is it is developing that that small entrepreneur who's making things by hand. You know, who is creating things from a, a, from their minds, a concept. Right. You know, who has a design that they are now turning into reality. It's 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 all the things that we're talking about in the world now, in terms of mm-hmm. sustainable living. You know, in terms of a, a lower carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not making fifty items and hoping for them all to be sold. You might be doing six. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. selling them small quantities as they go. So it's been an exciting, exciting road. I mean, yes, you said in the midst of this pandemic, we had this bright idea, you know, you know, there's a there's a little meme, you know, where the people are saying, oh, my God, the world is burning down and people, everybody's you know, in chaos. And here we are saying, hi, you want to buy a dress? Hi, you want to buy a handbag? You know, and it's, you know, it is, yes, that, but that's the reality of what we're living in. Yeah. But what do we do? Do we just ball up in a corner and start to cry and and you know mm-hmm. let it all you know let that be our existence no we have to change things we have to find that ray of hope we have to move forward and that's what we're doing with shopbury yeah, yeah i like that the ray of hope because you know you're living and that is always something to be thankful and grateful for because something can always be different you know once exactly you, exactly you know if it is you were to think about some some key highlights on your journey to where you are now, um, what might be some things that, that you'd like to share? I think um, in terms of key highlights, I think along the, the path of being in business, you have to find great partnerships. You mm-hmm. have to find people that you can work with, people that you can lean on, people that you can get sound advice from. You know, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a, a, a marital relationship. It doesn't have to be a, you know, it doesn't have to be familial. It can, it's just meaning someone that you can bounce an idea off of. Someone mm. that you can say, you know, so you've had a bad day and you're ready to sign off that client and you want to say some bad words. Somebody you can bounce that off of who says, all right, you know what? Maybe that's not how you're going to approach it, right? Somebody that can give you advice even, you know, so you're thinking about, moving forward into some business area do you need that kind of sounding board so i think along the way key for me has been to identify strong partnerships people who might have slightly different skills mm-hmm. you know so you have that you know the the, the in the asian cultures they talk about the yin and yang yes mm-hmm. right so it is that balance it is that the other side another key point you know, has been about um, savings, mm. has been about, you know, making sure that you try to save. It's not always possible in business, it's hard, mm. but trying to save, trying to find those moments and those opportunities where you can invest, you know, so that because you never know what's going to happen out there. Mm. As entrepreneurs, we are hugely dependent on economies, on clients, on things that are very much outside our scope of control Mm you don't control it so find those things where you can make sure that you're investing another key element for for me has been about working hard but finding balance working hard but knowing that okay i don't have to work until two o'clock in the morning every morning there Mm -hmm. may be days where i have to do it but finding that balance has been key yeah it's important that finding that balance now, in terms of um, major constraints that you had to address along the journey, what would maybe a couple of them be and, and how were you able to address them? Challenges. Yes. Mm-hmm. Challenges, challenges. I think major challenges along the way have been things like financing. You know, you may have a fabulous idea. You may have something, a great, great project that you think everybody can see that this needs you know, can can have fun, you know, can be funded. The the banking institutions, the financial institutions might not quite see that. Right. So it ties back to my my point about that investment, being able to then look at your statements, look at your accounts and say, oh, you know what, I have some money 
hair that I can probably take and put into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that is that is a concept that that um, a lot of our business associates don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get you get hamstrung in terms of finances to move forward, and we have to find a way. You know, to lean on our communities, to lean on our family members. You know, for investment and for to move forward. Funding has been a major element in terms of how you grew. Yes. Um. Another. Another key challenge has been valuing yourself, you know, mm-hmm. valuing your work. You know, um, over the years, I've had clients who come with budgets and say, well, hey, this is if you work on this project, you are it's going to be you're going to be made. You know, you're going to be you, this, this project is going to be your best project ever. And it's like, OK, so how much you know, what is the here's my here's my quotation. And they go, oh, no, 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 no. We can't pay you. We, oh, we, you know, we can pay you. A fraction and they think that's enough so that's a challenge in terms of people may not value the work that you're doing they may not see it that it is valuable mm-hmm. but you have to always be clear about that you have to be clear about your worth you have to be clear about the hours that you spend on projects you know sometimes we spend we may spend more than be over and beyond the number of hours that we thought we would but we're still invoicing for the you know, what we quoted for. Right. So you have to be yeah. aware of that. You have to be aware of what your value is and be willing to walk away. Mm. Oftentimes, you know, we feel so connected to a client or connected to a project that you don't want to walk away. But that's that's another element. You have to be willing to, in business, as you go along, to be able to walk away, to be willing to walk away. What sort of tip, you know, because I'm I'm thinking that you know, you have a lot of, um, I see it. Sometimes when I talk to some of my coaching clients and, you know, their prices are too low and they, that whole value and, you know, they, they don't understand that concept. You know, um, I was watching, I think it was Shark Tank last night and they were talking mm-hmm. about how it's so important to don't price too low. It's better to price high and then bring your prices down. But when you start low, right you can't bring it up and that is something i don't know that a lot of a, a lot of young entrepreneurs to me or, or and young not necessarily in age but i'm talking about in experience in being an entrepreneur they feel that they want to come in with this low price to to get the market and not understand that really what it is you want is you don't really want to you want to find a space that sort of insulates you as much as possible from competition rather than try to compete directly against, you know, you're, you're already, you want to be in somewhere a little unique, you know, bring something different, you know, and I mean, I don't know, any tips you might have in, in, in trying to, to get people to, to, to see the importance of that, because I've been, I've been trying to think because, you know, you talk to people, you tell them and they're still like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't. Can't do it, and you know, and it's it's particularly we're at a at a tough point now, where so many people you know didn't do a whole lot of work in 2020. So we're like, so people are you know they they wow, I have to go in at the lowest point to get this job now. Mm-hmm. I, case in point, I was talking with one of our associates you know recently, and he's saying you know he he bid for a lot of things this year you know the the year started oh, very very good he bid for a lot of things but he bid really low he bid really low to get the work mm-hmm. and he got the work but now the amount of work that it really is mm-hmm. is a lot so it's still not it's still not working out so he's still scrambling you know as entrepreneurs sometimes yes Yes, we do these kind of things where we're trying to get to the market. We're trying to get into the market. We're trying to eat out, take out piece of that market share. We're trying to control things. We're trying to manage our budgets. But valuing yourself is critical. You know, being able to say, because it's going to hurt you in the end, right? Yeah. It's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So being able to say, you know what? This is the amount. And I think, and you have to trust. You have to value yourself and trust that the the amount of experience that I have, the kind of projects that I've done that I've worked on, 
my price is not unfair. It is, you know, market value for the work that I'm doing, the kind of time that you put into it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we can value our, the, we can indicate how many man hours we're spending on projects, you know, mm-hmm. critical. And so it is about that. It is about knowing that, okay, so you know what? If I miss this one, if I don't get this job, there's another one coming around the corner. There's mm-hmm. another one coming around the corner. I just have to stick to my guns, interact with the clients, find out what they need, find out what their budgets are. Because, of course, now that the economy is, is, is changing, some areas, many organizations, for, for us, their marketing budgets are shrinking. Yes. Right? Marketing yeah. money is being, you know, identified and, and used for all sorts of other things. We have to really work out, well, what is, what is your budget? So a lot of it now, I think, is, is more about interaction and communication with our clients. Right. It is about taking that time to say, hey, what do you really need? You know, you sent me this, this request for proposal, this RFP, mm-hmm. but what do you really need? And what is really your budget? Yeah. You know, yeah. because we, we may go out there. I mean, people come and they ask for some fantastic things in a, in a, in a, in a perfect world. It would be phenomenal. It would look, wow, that's a campaign that we want to work on. Mm-hmm. But here, when you, when the, the when it, when the, what, when the brass, brass hits the tax or whatever, when you get mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. final decision making, they say, oh, no, 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 no. I, we, we, we don't have that much. You know, we have a fraction of that. To yeah. spend, and so you get eliminated because they thought you, you know, you're overpriced. But you're not overpriced. We were pricing for what you asked for. Mm-hmm. So key there is that communication with the client, is yeah. that interaction with this, you know, it, mm-hmm. as a business person, that has to be part and parcel of your of of your work. You know, mm-hmm. that interaction, that that communication, that follow through, follow up. Mm-hmm. Critical. It's critical. You you hinted. At, you know the importance of of um, being flexible and agile as an entrepreneur. If you had to say what were three strengths that that you have and that have helped you on this entrepreneurial journey so far, and maybe that you can that you would even use going forward, what would those three strengths be? I think yes, you know, um, being able to read the signs. Um, being able to, you know, look at the environment and that, and part of that comes with talking to people, you know, talking to uh, people who are in business as well, people who are in working in the economy, working in, in government office, you know, government organizations and being able to knit together from them a way forward, you know, mm-hmm. so it's being able to kind of um, understand what's happening around you. We can't, we're not, we, we can't operate in isolation. We don't operate, you know, on our own. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things happening in the environment, in the economy that we are not in control of. And so finding uh, your tribe, meaning finding mm-hmm. people around you that can give that kind of assessment, knowing, mm-hmm. of course, that the, the final thing is yours to make, right. but mm-hmm. understanding what's the, what the environment holds. That's a, that's a key element. Financing is another element. You know, mm-hmm. finding ways to push your projects further. Finding ways, and, 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 and I think never taking no for an answer is part of that. Because if, you know, if, you, if we were to go by the number of people who say no to a project idea or no to a proposal, you'd ball up, you know, you'd go into your fetal position and never come out. Never come out, you yeah. know. No. So entrepreneurs need to have that, a bit of resilience, a bit of, you know, besides the drive, just the drive, the get up and move every day, get up and go after a project, get up and call somebody, get up and send a proposal, do a proposal, get up and do a budget, get up and call a, 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 a supplier. That, that's, that's critical, that drive, that, that energy to produce and do and, and, and achieve that Critical elements. So I've talked about drive. Mm-hmm. I've talked about the ability to be to be agile and even you know keep moving, right? Keep moving. A key hashtag that we've been using is uh, pushing forward, right? You mm-hmm. know, pushing mm-hmm. forward, and that and that is what it is. Push has that you know force, that energy, 
but mm-hmm. forward means that you're not you know you are uh, you have to focus and you have to just keep going you know it's not about um wallowing and thinking oh gosh 2020 was awful and this and this coronavirus is isn't going is never going to be over mm-hmm. and something else will come in its place fine yes 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 all those things are true but you have to keep pushing forward how do you i mean i'm hearing everything you're saying how do you maintain that that energy that drive i mean you've you've been in 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 the entrepreneurial space for like 20 years and you would have had your ups and downs etc all arounds how have you been able to 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 continue to push forward and to get that energy to maintain that momentum ah that is a that is a that's a good question that's a very very good question it's been about a few things um it's been about prayer you know it's been about that ultimate belief in something that's so much bigger than yourself you know so much wider greater you know that that um that eternal story about you know the times when you don't know what to do mm-hmm. it's because I, but you're still succeeding and you're still moving forward it's because god is carrying you i think we firmly believe in that i firmly believe in that so that that concept and that belief in something that is so much bigger you know gives you the energy to keep moving that you know it is all going to be all right you know that's been critical for us critical for me it is you know no matter i mean there there've been some fabulous projects that we put all nighter you know proposal writing design elements into whatever and you didn't get it and you feel like what it's over mm-hmm. but you know what it's not um case in point one of those one uh, just one of those one of those stories one of those proposals that we put in many years later i met one of the the ceo and he says to me your proposal was fantastic i'm like ah uh-huh, what why didn't we win and he's like no you didn't win you you won us all over you know but whatever 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 they took whoever right because of course you know companies right whatever mm-hmm. but there you have so that's nine people 10 people on a board who are on our side who are looking out for us in other engagements to engage us who might have you know and he was like oh yeah 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 but i'm on so and so board now and we just we just approve something for you all to do you understand yes and so the, the world mm-hmm. is just there the that magic is happening all around us and we have to believe that it is it continues to happen for people who are of a particular mindset you're working in a particular way you're doing the best that you can um you are you are you show gratitude you work with other people you engage other people you know you try to i mean our team we have a, a pretty young team of people who work with us mm-hmm. but we've been developing them you know we have been grooming them so that they can so their own companies one day right you know so that they can move to the next level and the the idea behind that is about growth the development you know the sme sector is a sector that that can propel any economy yes mm-hmm. you know it is the largest employer so that's where we we are i mean that key thing about god directing my life is mm-hmm. key that balance also comes from finding a way to distract yourself i call it distraction right mm-hmm. because you can work constantly so if that if that is that distraction exercise mm-hmm. is that distraction reading you know and reading reading could be all levels right reading can be the 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 saucy um heat heat you know book mm-hmm. right. it could be the wall street journal it could be mm-hmm. your know, wired magazine it could be a national geographic whatever reading just stimulating your mind in some way i do a lot of gardening as well i mean i love you know having these fresh things around that you can just walk outside and pick something right so it's about that it's about finding that opportunity to balance your life opportunity mm-hmm. to, you know and engage if nothing if the coronavirus period that pandemic lockdown period taught me nothing mm-hmm. it taught me about the value of family you right. know of engaging your family of interacting with them of 
finding that moment to hear that story you never really heard of from from a from a, a child you know it's like really you know you, you, you learn things about them you know maybe we have been all going about our lives nice easy hi morning how you doing hey good mm. but it allowed us to get a little more a little deeper you know a little closer again and i think those things are what propel me right. what allow me to continue like going. To continue you would have had to make many decisions along along the way you know and some people say they use their hearts some people say they use their heads some people say they use their guts some people say that all three of them need to be in alignment what works for you I, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm bending towards the alignment part, you know, that it's, that it's really a bit of all three. I mean, there are things that we have done when we decided to close our physical office. You know, we had an office with um, 10 staff members every day. You know, it was, a, it was like maintaining an entirely separate household, right? It's, it's everything. It's lights, it's water, it's the alarm system, it's food for everyone because we would do, you know, we would do coffee and tea and juices mm-hmm. and it's an entire beast on its own. That needed its own management. When we decided to to do, to close that and, you know, staff was willing to operate from their, from home, you know, operate on their own. Everybody had computers, whatever. So we were just ahead of this work from home scenario that we're in now mm-hmm. um that was one of the when hardest would, decisions when would you have actually done that we did that mid 2019 mm-hmm. we started that mid 2019 so just ahead of this thing you know and it was the hardest thing because you had all the considerations of wow what will our clients think what would what would um so it was it was a d- difficult decision difficult decision to make and did we go with our heart, head, or what was the other one? Your gut. The gut. Yes. It was a bit of it was a bit of all three. It was the the rational side of doing the the math, you know, looking mm-hmm. at how the math looked, how the finances were affected because you rent and everything. It was it was about a gut feeling that the economy was changing, that the the things that government was doing or private sector was doing, things were starting to slow down, and so. The heart element is that we used to have re- a lot of fun with our staff. You know, we, we would have, you know, Friday evening lime and that, you know, missing mm-hmm. that now, you know, just being able to pass by somebody's desk. And you, 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 you chat about something, you engage somebody, mm-hmm. you, you even get to see what they're thinking, where they're going, you know, how they're developing. A lot of that has changed, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you really have to make an effort. But I think that just your, your question about where, what leads, what do you lead with? I think it always has to be all three. You know, you have to be conscious that um, running a business is not just about gut feelings and let's go, let's go do this. There's some elements that might be like that, but really when it comes to, you know, affecting livelihood of others, mm. affecting, um, you know, how, how things are to operate, you really need to assess them, assess it at all levels. I listened to you talk about bringing that in and you mentioned one of your strengths I would call it strategic mindedness in terms of you know being able to look down the road and probably your your knowledge of economics you know your economics degree everything it plays in and your skill and your experience of over the years if I am to throw you a curveball here and ask you I mean what do you think the next five years will be like in terms mm-hmm. of in terms of the economy, because I was listening to I think it was the, the chairman of our NGC a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about he thinks things will pick up in the next two years, I believe it was, you know, um, so that while things are not good now, he is looking at a two-year window. I mean, we have you're looking at you know this whole vaccination tourism has been very adversely affected, of course, globally. What if you had to rub your little, you know, your little crystal ball and oh. say, well, okay, <laughs> well, what is a key thing you, you might see, you know, or you would yeah. see? Yeah, I think I'm seeing that people want to do things, right? People want to get back to a sense of normalcy. They want to go out. They want to, you know, go hiking with a group. They want to, but... I think the reality is is that 
if it's not coronavirus, it's something else like that, that this has opened a door to, that maybe we may have, you know, to learn how to live with a mask, you know, going out in public with a mask. Mm-hmm. Maybe that may become part of your everyday, everyday attire. Just as you pick up your watch, you may pick up your mask from now on. In terms of economies, there's a desire. People want to get back to normal, as I said. So they want to be able to go out. You know, they want to be able to go to the movies. They want to be able to go to a restaurant. They want to be able to celebrate those moments with their friends and family. And that that may also come back. But again, it looks like, you know, I think that they, that everything is going to change, you know. They're going to be smaller groups. People are going to want to go out. Yes, they're going out. But it's just me and my bubble, mm-hmm. you know. Right. People want to be able to go to places where you can stay in that bubble. You can exist in that bubble. I don't have to. I saw, yes, I go to the beach, but it's just my bubble. We're seeing everybody else. We're waving. We hello, whatever. <laughs> but we, you know, we're in our bubble, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a concern of thinking about what what does carnival look like in the next couple of years? Going to a fet and passing through throngs of people, and that's going to have to change. That's going to have to change, you know. So it's going to be interesting. I think looking at it in a crystal ball, economies as well. I mean, we still haven't felt the full effect of this, you know, slowing down of economies, our oil and gas, the the effects on the, the heritage stabilization fund, the amount of money that they've had to divert to deal with this pandemic. You know, we're hearing the numbers, eh? but yeah. it still hasn't trickled down to us. That well, if you if you're spending that amount on fighting the pandemic, what's happening? You know mm-hmm. that money is diverted from what? That like is diverted from building projects, is diverted from you know other healthcare activities, is diverted from what? Mm-hmm. So there are some. I think there are some tough times coming again. You know, coming down the road. Right. I think that people have to be. People will become more and more creative about how they enjoy themselves, how they engage, how they party, how they yeah, and um, and that's going to bring some opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, from the shoppery perspective, we're seeing people still shopping, <laughs> you know, and and sometimes we we, we look at we look at each other, we go, what, okay, you know, yeah. this this yeah. fabulous rush, and but it's a it's a signal that there's still people out there who have disposable income and who who are willing to spend and that's world over eh? that's world yes. over that is mm-hmm. there are people all over the world who still have disposable income and that are willing to spend and so we keep developing we keep going we keep but pushing forward yeah yes i like that hashtag push forward eh? because i think if we can get people to if persons can if that resonates with people they really should push forward because at the end of the day um you really need to keep swimming you need to keep moving uh you you don't want to to allow yourself to 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 become depressed and be stuck in that depression because then trying to move you know it's like a in physics you know they talk about our body at rest you know and right. when our body is at rest is it's pure I want to use the word hell to try to get to move. But if you continue moving, even if you slow down, um, because you know you're tired, that's that's fine. But when you just kind of put yourself in this box and you stay there, then trying to come out of that is is really is really, really, really very difficult. You know? Very difficult. Of course, I mean and, and it's on all sorts of levels, you know. Um there are people out there who are saying, Wow, better just find a job and you know, entrepreneurs, right? Who are saying, you know what, I, I better just go back and, you know, and, and it's about, well, yes, everybody has to do what works best for them. Yes. But it's about putting, using entrepreneurship as a method of changing the space, changing mm. what's happening. Quite a few, I'll tell you, uh, the entrepreneurs who are on Shopperib were people who had, you know, booths, shops at the cruise complex. Right. Right. So craft people who, so you know, the cruise ship complex has had no, you know, yeah, no ships. Mm-hmm. And so it meant that their entire livelihood just collapsed. 
And so you had to find a way, well, hey, let me make sure, okay, so I come online now to sell my things. Or, you know, so it's about that. It's about entrepreneurship is about that. It's about looking at a scenario, but finding your way out of it. Looking at a scenario, you know, looking at a scenario, but moving, moving a little bit to your left or to your right to find that path out, right. to find your path to the, to the next level. I think what strikes me a lot is um, your ability, like, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you were interested uh, in tourism from a very long time. And then you had Destination um, TNT, the company, come about. And then I would even want to say that Shop Carib has a, a tourism element also because it, it would have been servicing um, tourists coming into the country. But now they have the opportunity, since persons aren't coming to them, um, to take their, give people all over the world, really, a taste of the Caribbean, which is really, um, which is a great little taste to have and yes. to kind of bring you a little, bring you up, give you a little energy. So that's positive. So, yeah. so even though, I don't know, you might not have sat down and said, I am going to do these things because they are all tourism related, but because it is something that interests you, somehow the thread is there. There's a common thread, even without necessarily saying this is what it is I am this is the path. kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. this is the path I'm going to follow. But yes. you were able to to use and to do things. I mean, what to me people need to remember, maybe you've done it very well in terms of of broadening, what should I say? Yeah, broadening the whole range of abilities that you exercise and you talk about the partnering, you know, so which is which is also very important. Um, and the relationships and, and all of these, all of these things. Now, if it is you were to give advice to a, a young person today who is kind of sitting there and wondering, I went to university or maybe I came out of school with just keep or with no subjects even, you know, what to do? <laughs> um, what, what, what should I do? What part should I follow? What would you say to this? to this young person that you think might help? Yeah, I think critical for me has been finding that thing that you're passionate about. Finding that thing that you, you know, and, and people want to say it's your purpose, you know, find your purpose, but I'm saying find your passion. Find what you're interested in. You're interested in fashion. You're interested in hair. You're interested in, in, in craft. You're interested in math. You're interested in art. Find what that passion is and the, the business, the, the, the income generating part of it will come out of that, right? Will come out of that. Um, you know, I've seen quite a few young people who are very minded in terms of IT and development and they're able to use that skill to create apps, mm-hmm. you know? Might be something that they, you know, uh, in the in the animation field, I've been involved in developing the animation sector for quite a number of years, and we've seen young people who might have come to a a, a road show that we had, you know. So part of the developing the sector was that we have we host a festival, an anime animation festival. Mm-hmm. Part of the festival for many years was that we would go out to far flung areas in the country. So we would have a bus, drive out to Toko, have a session with the with the young people, show films, show them animations, have a talk, let them hear what it is about, let them meet some people who are already established and grow from there. Mm-hmm. And what we've been able to see is that oftentimes, you know, a parent might come and say, oh, gosh, take a look at what this child is doing. This child is always doing art. This child is always drawing in this little book. I don't know what to do with them. You know, and so I've been able to see some of those young people where, whose mother came with a little flip book showing you and frustrated about what they are wasting their time <laughs> on. I've been able to see some of those come through the, the training program at UGT and become animators. So it is sometimes people write you off. Sometimes people see what you are passionate about 
and they write you off. Mm. But other times you might be so fortunate to find that person, that parent, that adult, that intervention that says, hey, what you're doing there is very interesting. Let me direct you in a particular way. Yeah. Mm. So that's what the key thing for me is that finding that passion, finding out what people are, are, are totally excited about and helping them to move in the direction that helps them to, to, to understand and unwrap what that purpose is, what their bigger purpose is. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's critical. Yeah, it's fine. Because a lot of times when you talk, you know, when you, when you speak to people, it's like they will tell you something like, well, I don't know. You know, and and it's like you don't know what you like. It's like and it's like okay, let's let's rewind that a little bit, you know. Um, and it really probably maybe they're saying that because you know they they shared what they liked with someone, and it was the idea was like you can't do anything with that, you know. So what it is you're going to yeah. pursue yeah, that yeah. for, you know? And so they just like well, I don't know, you know, because they might feel their answer is not a appropriate, you know. Um, and you know, and very often. Very often, parents are those, you know, that, that initial voice, right? I mean, as young people, you know, who you're talking to the most? You're talking to your peers and you're talking to your parents. Mm -hmm. And so, as parents, we've had to really unpack those things and think about, you know, how do we enthuse, you know, how do we push, how do we encourage our children so that they find those things in themselves, you know, so that they are able to then um, grow, yeah, and find that that real passion, that real purpose in life. Yeah. So it is something that you consciously have to do. Roxanne, is there anything else um, you feel that you'd like to share? I think I know that your your theming is like tuning into yourself. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I think that's critical. You know, more and more you're hearing about people who have um, young people, young people who have had scares or, or or have actually found out that they have things like cancer these diseases you know these really life-threatening situations and you're thinking well why how come you know and you're hearing it 20s 30s 40s and that tuning into yourself I think matters on all sorts of levels you know it, it matters in terms of the work and finding, you know, working out where you are supposed to be, you know, maybe that job that you're in for a number of years and that brings you no joy is not the place for you. Maybe that that pain that you've been feeling somewhere that you, you haven't really dealt with or went to a doctor to find out about, mm -hmm. maybe that's what you need to tune into. You need to kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's things like that. I think it is critical that as as human beings and even as entrepreneurs, you know, we entrepreneurs have a special go go get it done attitude. Many 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 of us have that as a as an underlying kind of connect an underlying thread. You know, there's a there's a personality trait, and we think that we can conquer it all, do everything, do all, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm -hmm. And we do need to tune in and realize that regardless of the entrepreneur title, you're still human. Yeah. You know, you're still you still need to rest. You still need to not just rest, but also recuperate. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. also also give yourself a chance to to get better, you know, to regenerate, you know. And so tuning into yourself, I think, is critical. I think along the way every day. You know, you have to find some moments where you and that and that is so it's 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 physical, it's emotional, it's psychological, it's mm -hmm. it's financial even mm -hmm. that you really need to. We all need to. And and even, you know, I can I can even step further to say as women, you know, mm -hmm. as women, we say we are we are everything to everybody all the time, just constantly going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And we have to sometimes stop and think about that, stop and, and realize that, okay, maybe if the wares don't wash tonight, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. You know? You're right. You're right. We have to tune in mm -hmm. because if, if we don't, if we don't listen, we end up paying for it. Maybe sometimes in the short term, sometimes exactly. in the longer term. So it's critical that, that we take that time to reflect. Yes. Um, probably reflect, rest, 
and revitalize, regenerate ourselves. You know, it's, it's very important. As they, everybody's talking now about the importance of sleep and mm-hmm. how important sleep is. And I'm like, well, yes, <laughs> you know, sleep is critical because that's how you, you know, that's how you regenerate yourself. That's how you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's not an option. Mm-hmm. It's really not an option. All right. Roxanne, thank you so much. Um, I think you, you shared a number of gems and persons will hear and something will resonate with them. And I want to, you know, invite them to, to push forward and to run with what resonates with them. Don't say, Oh, that sounds real good. And full stop, you know, run with it, take it, use it, go deeper with it and apply it, apply it to your life. Um, so that, you know, you can reach where it is you want to reach quicker. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, you as well, you are doing something that is that people don't take time to do. And that is to understand what entrepreneurs go through, you know, and how they are able to, to just keep going forward. So you as well. Thank you so much. And you keep pushing. You keep going forward, right? I want to see that book. (laughs) Yes, yes, you find that book by Dr. Beverly Foster Hines. Tune into yourself. Have the title and everything ready for you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love it. I love it. 